Welcome to the Rafiki Podcast. I'm Karen Elliott, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm the CEO of the Rafiki Foundation. And as you know, we work in 10 countries in Africa with uh, children's homes and schools and teacher training. One of our long-term, uh, our long-term vision is to help uh, other people adopt our curriculum and Bible study, other schools. In fact, we'd like to help a thousand schools across Africa and 10 countries in the next decade. So today I've got some new friends uh, with me on the podcast, and uh, this is uh, Hope for Children Ministries. They are based here in Rwanda. We are here in Rwanda, in fact, uh, at our Rafiki village. And uh, so we're gonna discuss a little bit about their, their mission, uh, their school, the fruit they're seeing. Uh, they're going to be using and have started to use our Rafiki curriculum. And I know I have a lot of friends out there who are like, can this curriculum work beyond the Rafiki village? Uh, and especially classical and Christian curriculum. So we're going to talk about how it's working, uh, what their plans are, how they got started, and what the needs are here in Rwanda. Uh, so I'm going to, with me, and we have Julie Klozeski, Julie Klozeski, who uh, is the head of the organization in their U.S. branch. So I'm going to ask Julie to go ahead and introduce her whole team, and then we'll get get on with the discussion. All right. Hi, I'm Julie, as, as Karen said. This is Yves Nyamashanja. He is the director of Hope for Children Ministries in Rwanda. Next to me is Alan Klozeski, who is my husband. Hi, and Charlene Heisey, who is, has also been part of Hope for Children Ministries for many years. And Charlene is actually the principal at our new school, Hope for Children International School here in Rwanda. And so um, I can give you a little bit of background on who we are and how we got started. My husband, Alan, and I have been coming to Rwanda for about 14 years. And in that time, um, probably two years into our time, so 12 years ago, we met Eve um, and have developed a relationship and a friendship with him. And he came to stay at our house about seven years ago. And during that time, he became our son. And he shared with us the vision that God gave him um, to start Hope for Children Ministries in Rwanda. He is a survivor of the genocide. He was orphaned at the age of 12 and thought he would never even come back to the area that we're in because of all um, the horrible memories mm. and, and loss that he suffered here. But we have a God who can change hearts and align our hearts with his. Mm -hmm. And so he changed Eve's heart and he knew this was where he wanted to come because he, he loves his country and he loves his Lord mm -hmm. and he wants people to know the hope that Jesus brings. Mm -hmm. And he knows that through the children, this can happen. Mm -hmm. And so the children are innocent. And so Hope for Children was started um, and has no prejudice. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who you are or where you were from. Mm -hmm. You're a child of God. Mm -hmm. and we want you to know Jesus. Mm -hmm. And and that's how the ministry started. Mm -hmm. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. And so... Um, now, so you started, you started, you got land and you started building the school or did you do something else before you started that? Well, we started out with um, a sewing program that mm -hmm. helped um, older youth and young moms to be able to become self-sufficient. 
we had a handicraft program at the time, and we also had a malnutrition program. But it was always Eve's um, heart and plan um, to start a school, and and his what God gave him was a five year plan to do this. Right. And when he told me, I thought, okay, good luck with that. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. God did it, and and it literally five years. That's great. Yeah, we're a opened. very young organization. Yes. Yes. We've grown so much. God has just led us to all of these mm-hmm. great things. It's great. I, I went to I went to their place uh, yesterday uh, here in Rwanda. It's a beautiful school with classrooms and and six uh, six acres of land mm-hmm. practically, which is just a beautiful sight. And uh, so, so so tell me a little bit about the school and and why why you really uh, felt that education was the way to go. There are lots of different ways to minister in countries. You see that. So why education? Uh, Eve, you can lead off on that. Yeah. As I told you, I grew in this area. This is where there's, uh, the education is very, very poor because there are more kids in one class. Then think about how one teacher can have a hundred or hundred twenty kids okay. per day. Okay. This is terrible, and you, you know it's not easy to get those numbers of the kids. Mm-hmm. When I'm thinking to start a school, I was thinking how we can have good education for for poor kids. You know, most most people here there's three types of of the education. There's the the education for the rich people, there's the middle education, and the poor families, the kids, they don't have a good education. Mm. I was thinking about that, how the poor kids, they can access for good education. Mm. How I can change the life of these kids who are very poor, who come in a family who are very poor. Then, when I was talking with Julie, how we can start the school, I said, oh, that's, I think it's easy. I said, I don't know, but we have God. Mm-hmm. We have God. Then, when I get money, first time, I said, what I think is to buy the land for the, for the school. Mm-hmm. Because without land, you can have the class classes. Right. Then, we got money, we bought the land, now we have the land, and one building is seven classes mm-hmm. but we are looking to have 42 classes because we have more kids who need good education mm-hmm. we need when i would think about which school i need which school we need here in rwanda when i thought about the past how we got genocide if we we have more people who are christian those People they involved in the genocide. Mm-hmm. They they said they're Christian, but they're not particular Christian. Mm-hmm. That's why I would say let's do the kitchen school. Then the kids will grow with Jesus. Will grow with respect each other. I didn't think about what happened for me. What the parents were the kids they did for my family. I said now. I need new generation. Mm-hmm. I have the hope for the children. Mm-hmm. That's why I say, let's do any discrimination. Mm-hmm. When the kids grow together, mm-hmm. playing together, or 
the same school, no discrimination, I will have a nice future. Uh, so what you're saying is that, first of all, one of the, way, one of the things that would help prevent another genocide is bringing all the, the ethnic groups together, no yes. matter which group, mm -hmm. and a school provides that opportunity, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yeah, and, and, and then, of course, the Christian uh, ethos, the Christian values, uh, are absolutely essential because even educated people it engaged in the in the genocide. Mm -hmm. Education didn't prevent that. Yes. Not just any old education. So first, that's your that's your passion: a Christian education. education. All people from whatever ethnic group. It start with the children, mm -hmm. yes. right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's almost it's a new it's a whole new branch, so to speak, to the vine. And the children right. go home and teach their parents they these Christian really, values. Oh, yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. yeah, so you see that happening too. Yeah. Excellent. So that's your vision. Yes, my so vision. your school right now has seven classrooms. Yes. And you have how many children? 128. Yes. 128 mm -hmm. from the community, which that's is right. very rural mm -hmm. and materially poor. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? That's yes. Correct. The, the majority, two thirds of our school are sponsored children. Right. So they come from the poorest of the poor families. Got it. And they're sponsored from people in the U.S. primarily? Correct. Yeah. So you mm -hmm. have churches and individuals. And mm -hmm. by the way, mm -hmm. you can help with their orphan sponsorship. Yes, Not orphan, indeed. but child sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Hope for Children will give you information on that. Because there's enough resources to go around. You can help them and us too. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I, love, I just love the vision, um, the school. So, and you say you want to have more classrooms. Is that correct? Where are you hoping to go with the school? Well, right now we have um, nursery one, two, and three, and then primary one, two, and three. Okay. And next year we hope to have two of each of those classes and then add on a primary four. Mm -hmm. And then every year we would like to add on more classrooms until we go all the way through senior six. Okay. So that's grade 12. Grade right. 12. That's all the yes. way up to grade mm -hmm. 12. Excellent. So, and that means uh, how many more school buildings will you need to build? Well, we hope to have four school buildings total uh -huh. and then a dining hall at some point. Right now, the children all eat in the classrooms. Mm -hmm. um, we also hope to have a, a separate office. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're housing an office in, a, in our library. Mm -hmm. um, and so, it's very handy for all the classrooms that we have now, but eventually when we grow, we'd like to have a separate building like modeled after the Rafiki yes. village. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. And our school is not-for-profit. This is all done by donations. Mm -hmm. right. Generous people. Right. Right. And God is directing God's all hand. of that. Right. Yes. Well, you know, and God loves, loves to have people take him as a big God. Mm -hmm. You know, he really does. And he loves to hear big prayers and to step out in faith. Mm -hmm. We've seen that in Rafiki, and of course you're seeing that in what you're seeing at Hope for Children. Mm -hmm. So, um, and he brings the people, he brings the money. He does. He does, and the other helpers, mm -hmm. uh, he really does. Um, what, what? Uh, tell us some stories of transformation, because you started talking about that a minute, Alan, about yeah. the kids going home and talking oh, to their parents. You know, like, like you said, we've been coming here about 14 years, and that long ago, everything has changed so much you meet more and more kids on the street that speak English. Mm -hmm. At the shops, they can, you know, take your order. They can count change back to you. It's, it's excellent. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the very rural areas, you didn't see a lot of that. Right. But now, 
recently, we've seen more and more where some of the kids who did not know English last year are at our home translating for us mm -hmm. with really? the adults that have come to visit wow. us. Mm -hmm. it's, it's truly amazing. Mm -hmm. It's great. Uh, and I, we help them with their homework sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you see the Christian curriculum, how it just flows all the way through there, talking about Jesus, That's and great. it relates to everything they're learning. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's great. And then they probably go out and teach other kids in the community, don't they? Mm -hmm. yeah. They do. They witness to their parents. Mm -hmm. uh, it, a school, a good Christian school, and I will say classical Christian, mm -hmm. because that's what we're aiming for here, is an incredible discipleship. Exactly. Wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. You're seeing that in the children. I think there were a couple of other things you were sharing with me mm -hmm. the other, yesterday. Yeah. We even um, do lessons with the children. We've done lessons on um, a salvation necklace and mm -hmm. salvation bracelet that they can take and share mm -hmm. with others. So they have something yeah. physical that they can mm -hmm. use as a tool. You see them wearing them all the time. That's great. Yeah. We've heard stories from the teachers about children who go home, and um, one little girl told her dad, that was not good manners, Dad. <laughs> he called the teacher and he said, are you teaching them to be mean to their parents? And, and she said, no, we're just teaching them good manners. So they're taking what they learned and sharing it with their family and their friends. So it's learning about God as well as normal things that you would take for granted, like washing your hands or brushing your teeth, you know. So to see these children go from where they were mm -hmm. just in the in the six months mm -hmm. since school started is just amazing. To yes. me. And we have a boy who um, was at our house, and he he was a street child, and mm -hmm. he is now sponsored, mm -hmm. and and his life has been transformed since mm -hmm. he's been at the school. Right. And he was at my house and with the boy translating a little yeah. bit because he's learning English, but he isn't quite there yet. But he was telling about how he had stole some things mm -hmm. so he would have money to buy food or things mm -hmm. like that. But he started it with saying, but this was before I was a Christian. This was before mm -hmm. I knew Jesus. Mm -hmm. I would never do that anymore because now I know Jesus. Oh, and so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear. Yeah. Really yes. Yes. And you all are in a, in a very rural community. They're up in mm -hmm. the hills. You go up this nice dirt road and uh, you turn right at the big tree and then you turn left at the uh, cow stall. And, yeah. and, and Don't run over the goats. Watch out, watch out for the goats. You know, I love their heart. I love their heart. These folks are from Wisconsin. Um, they, they, Eve is like their son. Uh, they come over. They do training uh, and work here and have friends who help support the work. And they're reaching a community of very poor people. And as you heard Eve say, you know, schools in Africa, this is true not just in Rwanda, but across the continent, you'll have 50, 60, 100 kids in one classroom mm -hmm. four per desk yeah it's right. crazy no textbooks yeah. no no books uh and a teacher who is doing their best mm -hmm. but in many cases they have not had the kind of training that uh, one would hope that would allow them to be able to teach well right. and then of course the schools aren't christian either mm -hmm. and so to be able to bring this kind of education to some of the poorest children in the world and trust me uh the countries in africa still rank uh, as some of the poorest countries in the world. Now, Rwanda is a beautiful country, and after the genocide, a lot of good things are ha have happened. 
But as you can see, the country itself is eager for more education. Mm -hmm. And they even have switched to English as a language they definitely want to have. And so to have schools like this that are reaching uh, poor communities with an excellent education, a Christian education, Mm -hmm. is absolutely critical Mm -hmm. for the future of the world. You know, the, the continent of Africa is the future of the next generation of the world. You all know this. Mm-hmm. One out of every two uh, teenagers and toddlers, newborns, will, will be born in the continent of Africa. Uh, the, the, the population in Africa will be uh, 40% of the world's population in 80 years. Yeah. And Rwanda yeah. is very densely populated. Mm-hmm. Already, yeah. Rwanda is. And mm-hmm. so that birth rates are, so the next generation of the world and the future of the church is right here in mm-hmm. Africa. Mm-hmm. A lot of churches, yeah. a lot of churches, but a lot of bad theology. Mm-hmm. And so a need for young men and women who can think, who can read, mm-hmm. and who know the Lord Jesus mm-hmm. and know the Bible. Right. You, you invest in this for the next 20, 30 years. You'll have a whole new generation of really strong Christians. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's y'all's hope. Yes. yes. You know, I'll tell you what, people listening uh, most likely are in classical Christian education in America. And, uh, or they're just Christian homeschool families, you know, and they're just really curious about what's happening in Africa. So I know there's some challenges. You know, Charlene, you were telling me some of those yesterday because they'll want to pray. About, so talk about some of the challenges in using this curriculum in particular. Well, in the beginning, the teachers were used to the schools where they had come from or from um, some of them had just graduated from from college and learned about the classic Rwandan culture curriculum. And they weren't really on board with the Rafiki curriculum. And I said, just give it a chance, you know. And, and so after we met a couple different times and they started reading through it, they became more excited about it. And the mm-hmm. fact that it was weaving Christianity through all the lessons, mm-hmm. it was it was pointing them to Jesus, which is one of the biggest things for us. Mm-hmm. It just helped them to love it as much as we did. That's fantastic. So, tell me how you uh, got familiar with our material and what what draw you what drew you to it. Okay, so yes, Eve tasked me with finding the curriculum, and so I put a, a great team together with Charlene as the head. Uh-huh. And at, the, at first, the team was like, "We're going to write our own curriculum," and I had a, another um, children's pastor as part of the uh-huh. team as well, and. Time is going and time is going. And I'm like, you know, to me, that sounds really overwhelming to write our own curriculum. If if that's how God is leading you, okay. But would you consider looking at other things? And so we decided as a team, we would look at other things. And God brought us together with uh, Mike and Vicki at the church here and started talking to them, started doing, went online, looked at who Rafiki was and things like that. And then I contacted you. Yep. Yep. And um, you were wonderful. <laughs> we were excited. I was excited. Keep going. Well, well, for me, my heart has always been to have to grow our children, to grow our children, to disciple them, mm-hmm. to go and change the world for Christ. Right. And and with an education, all the better. Mm-hmm. And so the more we talked, and you explained the um, classic Christian mm-hmm. education. Mm-hmm. The more my heart just beat out of my chest, and I'm like, "Thank you, Jesus! I think I think I found it." <laughs> and so we talked about 
everything, yeah. the ins and outs yeah. and what we may agree with, what yeah. we may not agree right. with, talked through that. And I brought the curriculum to our team, thumbs up from Super. everybody, Super. and and God put it all in place. Right. And and I, I shared with you the other day how encouraging it was for me to work with you because there's no there's no competition. We're just Jesus followers. We're all, we're all following the Lord. Yeah. yeah. And so it was just, like I said, very encouraging to my heart mm -hmm. in particular. Mm -hmm. And so we're thrilled with this education and we look forward to seeing our kids graduate with this yeah, and yeah. seeing them change the world well, for Christ. Well, all together, right? All of us yep. together. Yes. We hope, yes. and hope to see that. And mm -hmm. these children not only will change Rwanda, but change the world, like yes. you say. Because yes. mm -hmm. you don't know where they're going to end up. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you don't know. They may end up in other parts of the world. So mm -hmm. it's really exciting. I loved visiting your school. You know, I love the fact um, this school is really trying to keep the classroom sizes manageable you know mm -hmm. and that's that takes a lot of effort and funding to do it yes. well mm -hmm. uh, although I will say education in Africa is a lot less expensive <laughs> than America mm -hmm. but and, some children don't yeah. even go to school they yeah. can't even afford the little bit correct, correct. they don't even mm -hmm. get yeah. anything they mm -hmm. can't they can't go to school without shoes right. or money for a uniform right. and, and they school just supplies. don't go they don't have that mm -hmm. they need School and even pants like that. They don't have it. They don't go to school. Right. right. School supplies. Yes. Yeah, no school supplies and and definitely it's not textbooks. Yes. That and, is. and the school supplies is one of the things that Hope for Children did from the very beginning. Yeah. Yes. Even we before would, we had a school, we would mm -hmm. pack backpacks full of donated yeah. school supplies. We'd even make the, the backpacks children. for them. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> With our tailoring class. That's right. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's so great. It, from the very beginning, it was all about the kids. Mm -hmm. uh, yep, yep, and helping the community, mm -hmm. and that's a that. And, and so you know, you've got this one school. So when you finish building, how many children will you be educating at that school? Do you think? What's your target? Oh yeah, I'm telling you, it's uh, six hundred kids mm -hmm. at least. Mm -hmm. That's what it sounds like about six hundred children. Mm -hmm. yes. You've got enough land, yes. and the construction is just beautiful yes. there. It's a beautiful environment that the school has for these children. It's peaceful. They get you get they get food, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They look healthier. Even after a short time. They the kids look mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh the, the sponsored kids, they get health insurance as long as as well as their family through the sponsorship. Oh really? So yeah. this health insurance People won't go to get medicine because right. they don't have insurance. But now sure. the kids, insurance. when they get malaria, they look good, you know. Yeah. yeah, so really, how much is a life really worth? Yeah. Right? I mean, when you think about it, it probably doesn't cost a whole lot mm -hmm. for people to send a child to your school. What What's the sponsorship? The sponsorship is $40 a month. Okay. Mm -hmm. That good. covers their education, yeah. school supplies, uniform, yeah. health insurance. Yeah. Transportation to school. Yeah. Right. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. And at our school, they do get two meals a day. They yeah. get breakfast and Great. lunch. Great. So that's mm -hmm. excellent. Well, we expect there's uh, some kids who come in the poor family, mm -hmm. say that even they don't get anything at home, mm -hmm. if they get two meals by day, right. it can help them. That's right. Gives mm -hmm. a brain power. We know. <laughs> you know we do the same thing here at Rafiki with mm -hmm. our school. The children get two meals a day because we knew. Because we have children who live here who go to the school. They're orphans and they live here. But then children from the community, they uh, not all of them need meals. We have probably a middle-class group of children who come to this school and can pay fairly good school fees. Mm -hmm. But then we have a lot of children who come from the surrounding community and they need food. Mm 
because there's just no food. And if children, a child can't study mm-hmm. on an empty stomach. Right. You all know that. Mm-hmm. You really do. Well, look, um, uh, just are there, what are some needs you have? Uh, what would you like to tell people who might be listening to this? The, the two people, or five, or 200, I don't know, who might be listening to this about your work here and about the country, about your passion. You know, what do you hope to see? Well, what we hope to see this school continue. Mm-hmm. And God has been so very faithful um, to show us that it is his hand who's bringing it. Because mm-hmm. it, when I think of the whole thing, it is so daunting and so overwhelming. And then I just go, okay, God, how are you going to do this? We will be obedient to follow in how you do it. And he has been supplying. And we do need to have another school building in place by September this year. Mm-hmm. And so we need funding for that. Mm-hmm. And then we'll need another building next year. Yep. And then probably two years after that, we'll need our fourth building. And then we will be able to go through high school. Um, so financial mm-hmm. is important. Um, books for the school. Yep. Um, our library is oh, so tiny right now, but <laughs> <laughs> there too. We know slow by slow, yeah. we'll, we'll get there. Um, uh, health insurance mm-hmm. for our children as well, mm-hmm. that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and their families, mm-hmm. because here in Rwanda, you cannot give a child health insurance unless the whole family receives health insurance. Okay. So although a child's sponsorship covers the $4 it costs for that one child, You've got to supply the whole you family. have to supply yeah. for the whole family. Yeah. So we, we have to, that is always an we ongoing fund. We for that fund and, uh, separately. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so child sponsorship. Building mm-hmm. books. And child sponsorship, mm-hmm. those are the three big needs you all have. School supplies. School supplies, mm-hmm. people can give towards that. You yes. guys have a website? We do. Okay. It's hopeforchildrenministries.com. Okay. okay. And we'll probably and I'll, I'll, we'll probably have some kind of link and, at the bottom yes. of this. And teacher training too. Teacher, teacher training. training, yes. Well, teacher Very training so. we hope to help with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and the Rafiki Foundation. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yeah, no, we talked about that yesterday. Rafiki does have a class. Christian teacher training program. We have a, a full three-year teacher's college in some countries. Uh, we now have a program here that's a one-year program that takes uh, men and women who may already have some kind of a degree or diploma and gives them a practicum at our school and then an afternoon of coursework uh, that gives them a, the, both a theological, you know, some good Bible study, but as well, and they get teaching pedagogy but they also get uh, some classical Christian content uh, as well. And so uh, it's about a full year, and it's tuition-free uh, that we offer at this point. It, it, mm-hmm. We're able to offer it tuition-free. Yes. And so um, helping Rafiki helps us to help others. Right. We also try and make our classical Christian curriculum affordable. We've designed it and written it, um, and we print it all at our facility in Florida. And then we ship it over here. Uh, on containers, and we do that in 10 countries. And so our, our passion is to help equip schools like Hope for Children Ministries to be to succeed with training and the materials. Rafiki's not going to build more buildings mm-hmm. in Africa. We don't need to. Mm-hmm. When God raises up men and women with the passion and vision that this team has here to do this, we want to come alongside. We want to do the same thing with the church in Africa. The church already has buildings, mm-hmm. and they have kids coming, and we want to help them as well. 
with this equipping. Because we think classical Christian education is the best education for a human being. It's been the education of the church for 2,000 years. So uh, it's the best way to help people grow in their relationship with the Lord. If you're going to educate kids with a curriculum, this really is the best way to do it. And uh, we're just delighted to be working with this team here. And uh, we just pray that God continues to bless your work uh, in ministry. Eve, especially you, because you're here on the ground yes. all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. yes. Especially in Rwanda, we need to dedicate him here in Rwanda. Okay. Yeah. Thank well, you so much. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, so here we are in Rwanda, signing off on a Saturday morning in May of 2022. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening. And you can find out more about Hope for Children Ministries. Uh, looking up their website or the Rafiki Foundation. And in either way, you'll be helping the work in Africa. All right. Thanks a lot.